0: Namaskar and Pallavi. Welcome to my channel Stories from Literature. A Tale of a Tale In a village in Orissa there lived an old couple. The man was called Bapu, the woman Malu. They were childless and poor. Bapu owned a small piece of land on which he grew vegetables. Some the couple ate and the rest they sold. The village on the outskirts of dense jungle had always been a quiet, peaceful place. The old couple was quite content and spent most of their time in the worship of Lord Jagannath. However, of late, a menace in the form of a tiger had started plugging the village. He was a sly fellow who happened to stay into the village one night. Lobi, the tiger, liked what he saw. Many defenseless animals were kept in the sheds outside the houses. Lobby began picking up the sheep, goats, cows, one by one. It would attack in the middle of the night when the entire village was asleep, and grabbing his quarry disappeared. Very soon, the villagers were at their wits' end. However, well they do tackle the menace of this silent predator. A meeting of the Panchayat was called. Let us tie the animal in the courtyards, someone suggested. The rich whose houses had courtyards agreed and shifted their animals there, but the walls of the houses were hardly any hindrance for the tiger that was growing bolder with each successful attack. He started jumping over the walls rather than running away with the victim. He started gobbling them up right there under the very nose of the householders. A day came when Lobby started attacking during the day too. No one was there to challenge the tiger in the entire village. The villagers who had never encountered anything more dangerous than a wayward fox or a grumpy bear were terrified of Lobby. This time an emergency meeting of the panchayat was called. The monster is becoming more and more dangerous with each passing day, the headman said. Yes, at this rate he will start attacking humans next, said the village master. I think we now have no alternative but to leave the village, suggested the headman. Where can we go? There was a chorus of voices. To Johanpur, the village on the other side of the river. The headman of the village knows me we can stay there for some time. Once the village is deserted, the tiger will lose interest and hopefully disappear forever. We can then return. Everyone agreed that night itself all the villagers except the old couple left for Johanpur. Don't you think we should also leave the village? asked Malu. What will we do? By going to Johanpur. I am too old to work. We will start there. It is better to get Killed in one stroke than to starve to death, Bapu said. Malu could not help but agree. The next day, when it was still dark, Bapu got up, dug a ditch in the village square. He sprinkled the petals of a wild flower that had a very strong smell inside the ditch around it. He asked Malu to get in. He then picked up a wheel of a bullock cart lying nearby. He got into the ditch and pulled the wheel on top. The tiger came and searched around. All he found was an old lame buffalo abandoned by its owner and made a meal of him. He then went to the village square and roared. Then he noticed the cart and sat on it. Owing to the fragrance of the flowers, he could not get the smell of the old couple. After some time, Lobby dozed off. This was the moment Bapu had been waiting for. Lovi's tail had been hanging between the spokes of the wheel. He gently picked it up, pushed it right through the hub of the wheel. The hub was like a hollow ring made of iron and the tail fit snugly. Bapu then whispered to his wife Malu, Listen, I will pull the tiger's tail with all my strength. You grab me by my wrist and don't let go whatever happens. Are you mad, the tiger will chew us up, said his wife, that anyway he will sooner or later. If we have to die, let us die fighting. With these brave words, Bapu yanked Lobi's tail with all his might. Lobi, who had been dreaming of feasting on a well-fed cow, suddenly felt as if the cow had come to life and rammed its sharp horns on his head. Inside Ouch he said in pain as he leapt a few inches in the air. Found he couldn't go any further. He looked down. An old man was hanging onto his tail and a woman was clinging to his waist. Lobi growled, hoping to scare the old man. But Bapu was made a sterner step. He hung on. Lobi now jumped up down to the left, to the right and did everything he could to break the bond between his tail and the old man's hand. But in spite of his best efforts, he couldn't. Finally, Lobi made one last effort and lunged off forward. Aga He screamed. It appeared as if his tail end was on fire. He looked back with horror. His majestic tail had been ratchet off him. Lobi felt great pain was terribly ashamed he simply ran into the jungle he may have gone for now but he will surely return bapu told his wife what do we do malu asked bapu looked around come let us climb that coconut tree he said pointing we will i be able to do it his wife murmured you have no choice if we stay here we shall be chewed to pieces Slowly, inch by inch, first Malu then Bapu climbed the tree and disappeared into the branches above. Meanwhile, Lobi had run straight into the jungle, shouting and screaming, where he was joined by his parents, two uncles, three aunts, five nephews, six nieces and two sets of grandparents. After listening to his tale of woe, the entire clan was furious. Come, let us march to the village and teach the couple a lesson, declared his maternal grandpa. The clan marched in a single file like the soldiers of King. The tigers entered the village, went around. The couple was nowhere to be seen. They made another trip. Standing under the coconut tree, look around, and then a luck would have it. Bapu sneezed. The tigers looked up and saw Bapu and Malu clinging to the branches of the coconut tree. How do we reach them? Let us climb one on the top of another. The one finally on top will simply yank them down, suggested the paternal grandma. Who will be at the bottom? Anais asked. She was dainty creature, did not believe in taking an unnecessary strain. Now the pillar of tigers began taking shape with Lobi at the bottom and uncle on top and aunt above him and so on. As the pillar gained height, Malu's heartbeat increased. Our end is so close, she said. No, not at all. Just let me think, Bapu said. After a few moments, he snapped his fingers. I have an idea. You start wailing loudly and I shall do the rest. Malu did not need much persuasion to cry, as it is she had been close to tears ever since the pillar had begun taking shape. Oh my god, that will happen now. The tigers will eat us alive, she wailed. Stop crying, Malu. You see the coconuts growing on this tree. Well, I shall pluck them one by one and hurl them at the tailless creature. You know how good my aim is. Even if one of them hits his head, it will crack. Then, tailless will become headless too. Down on the ground, Doby heard the ominous words. This old man will surely be the death of me. He has taken my tail. Now he is after my head. I better escape, he thought. Then he slowly edged himself out and was about to start running when the entire column of tigers came tumbling down, heads cracked, ribs broken, legs fractured, tail twisted. The tigers limped, hobbled into the jungle, their cries of pain echoing in the air. Soon the story of how Bapu with the help of Malu had rid the village of the entire clan of tigers reached the villagers. They returned to their homes. Bapu was made the headman of the village. He lived with Malu happily for many years. And what about Lobi? After his bitter experience, he turned a vegetarian and subsisted on herbs, shrubs, shoots, and leaves. But did he get back his tail? Well, that is another funny tale.